My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. We're in the fall season here, so I teach to the seasons and teach to individuals, so I like to check in how you're feeling, and also teach to um, yin or yang, right? So I made this shirt, it says yin, it's, if you can read that. So yin is more, the, it's like the time to be off, right? and then the yang, like the hatha classes and the power classes, things like that, it's the time to be on and engage the nervous system, but it's the time to relax and rest the nervous system. Uh, so we'll do some stuff with a tennis ball to sort of disengage the muscles so they can kind of get tense and stay tense unconsciously and we don't even realize it. I've had that so many times where I go to a massage and I'm like, I think I'm fine, I'm good. And then they get into my shoulders and I'm like, what is that? You know, <laughs> how did that get there? And I didn't even feel it anymore, you know, it's like almost numbed out. So the tennis ball can uh, definitely thaw some things out. Uh, some postures we'll do, we'll, we'll do that as well. Um, you know, and then I was talking with Danielle a little bit before class about Ayurvedic routine. That's a big part of yoga lifestyle is learning uh, to have sort of, uh, you know, not just having this hour where we're thinking like a practice and everything is kind of deliberate. We're aware of our breath and our bodies, but also through the whole day from the moment you wake up of just noticing, you know, how you feel, being intentional with your day or not being reactionary where you just wake up and check the phone and then now you're lost in that whole you know, spinning out on devices thing, which I, I've definitely happened, it's happened to me many times. Um, and it's a real, it's a real strong uh, practice to, to develop, especially in our modern life where we have so much possible distractions, so much possible stimulus, that uh, to have a sort of routine and a, a practice of taking care of yourself, of nurturing yourself. And, uh, and where this, I feel, this gentle class fits into that cycle is this is your time to, to sort of be off, to, to be, not turned on, not trying to do your best, not trying to go in your deepest postures, but to allow your body to release tension and go into more relaxing, more resting and nourishing kind of postures. So we'll do that today and, uh, and just encourage you to, to be lazy <laughs> and just to, to relax. And if you, know, if you get really comfortable in a posture and you want to stay in something longer than I say, you can do that. So we'll start our practice with uh, hands together to the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Inhale. Then exhale, release the hands down. So we'll start with our blanket. And you'll take that. So normally it's in a sort of like rectangle shape. So you'll open it out to a longer rectangle and then roll that up into a long cylinder shape. So the, the key with this is that you make the roll firm, so you kind of tightly roll that in there. And the thicker that you make this, the more uh, intense the pose will be, the thinner you make it, the less intense. And you want to find a good uh, medium, you know, about 40-60% of your capacity, not pushing too much, but not too little as well, so you feel some sensation with this. So this is going to go under your shoulders, uh, towards the back of your mat. 
right? So the actual shoulder blades will actually be on the floor, and then the blanket's right below the shoulder blades, the scapula. And then you can uh, have the arms out in a T or a goalpost. Right, so you want the, 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 the shoulders touching the floor over the blanket, not under the blanket. Yeah. Under. Yeah. yeah. So let's just sit up here. Sit up here. Up more? Yeah, come, you can sit up. It'll be a little easier to move. Okay, there you go. And then come down. So if it's too much, you make the roll. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you make the roll thinner, and you'll feel less sensation here. Make the roll thicker, you'll feel more sensation here. Right, it's a bigger or, or smaller back bend. Right, and then we'll just stay here and start to take slightly slower, slightly deeper breaths. I was just also talking to a friend. Uh, she feels like she's not doing enough, like she's just not working enough, uh, you know, not successful enough. Um, She's in her late 20s. I think that's normal in the 20s. So that's, <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, but that sort of, she's comparing herself to other people, you know. And all these sort of things are just sort of traps of the ego. The ego is identified with, um, you know, I am this person. And it's, it wants to it's basically uh, control, be solid, be in control, and, and take us away from our true self, which is always dynamic. It's always open to change. There's always possibilities. Right? So many stories of people who maybe had more success later in life, or maybe just you know, people you don't even hear about who just have happy families, or, or maybe their own definition of success, their own happiness that is not externally validated. So in, in this practice, it's not trying to do anything, it's not trying to get anywhere, not trying to perfect anything, just being. And being with the body, being with the sensations. The idea of enough just doesn't even, it's not even relevant. Right? It's not not enough or too much, it's just being. And as you attempt to do that, you'll notice the mind starts to creep in with some other thoughts, some other ideas, um, maybe worrying about the past or the future. So to focus the mind, it helps to just give it a task. Just give the, ta the mind the task of following the breath and taking slightly longer exhales. All, right, all through the nose, slightly longer exhales. So your mind is following the breath right? instead of everything else following the mind. 
As you hold here, maybe you notice there's some tension in the body that you could soften, right? As you settle into this, maybe you find some unconscious areas of tension. Start to transition from here and move that blanket up to the back of the neck. So that little curve in the cervical vertebrae, so the blanket's going to go in there. So the head's on the floor, the shoulders are on the floor, but the, the blanket's kind of pushing up into the neck. So it's a little bit of an exaggerated uh, cervical curve in the neck. So the chin's a little bit higher towards the ceiling. Uh, and that's the, the back of the neck, the, that where the base of the skull meets the spine, that's where we want the blanket kind of pressing in. And as you, when you first get onto it, you might notice that maybe there's some tension in the back or the shoulders. And as we stay here, just allow the body to become heavier, sinking down, not resisting that, uh, that little bit of pressure there. It should feel like a good pressure like if you're getting a massage and they kind of uh, press their thumbs to the back of the neck here that sort of sensation as I was saying in the last class uh, this is one of the first areas of the body that tenses up under high stress because it's protecting your brain stem one of the most vulnerable parts of your whole body so it tenses up under stress and then maybe it holds that tension to protect itself and then we just start to not feel it anymore and it's just always there so we want to start to soften that with this it's, it's a safe space a safe time to sort of let go and allow the body to uh, release these deep held tensions So, so much of our culture is, is telling us to, to um, that we're not enough, basically, that we need to do something else, that we need to do more. And then that cre creates that sort of mentality of like, oh, it's just gentle yoga. Oh, it, you know, I'm fine. I don't need to relax. Oh, I don't need a massage. You know, I've, I've said these things many times myself. But then when I actually go to do it and show up, it's, I find that maybe I was a lot more stressed or tense than I thought I was. And what's helped me is, is studying like, very successful athletes and high-performing people um, and finding that almost all of them rest just as much as they work. Right? So like LeBron James sleeps like 11 hours a night. That's like his minimum. You know? It's like very high-performing athletes uh, highly prioritize rest. Highly-performing people highly prioritize rest. So as you're resting here now, maybe it feels good to move the neck a little side to side, kind of releasing some tension there. 
Maybe any other little movements of the neck, allowing it to relax a little more. And then we'll start to come off of the blanket and just move that to the side. We'll use that later. And find your tennis ball. So this is going to go uh, somewhere on the back, like the middle of the spine to the, the trap. Somewhere in that area on your left side, we'll all just start there. And usually just finding a spot and holding there, right? So the, the tennis ball is on the, floor, on the mat and using gravity to kind of ease into this. And you could move your left arm maybe up or out to the side to kind of open up in the rhomboids and the lats and the traps, kind of getting into these bigger muscles in the back at first. And as you stay, maybe some of the smaller muscles in the back. So again, be careful here, not overdoing it. It's, it can be tempting to think if there's a lot of pain that it's better. It's not always the case, but if it feels right for your body, just kind of finding the right amount of pressure where you feel that things start to release, start to be like a tension release in the back, in the arms, in the shoulders. And if there's any sort of questionable pain, that's probably not a good thing and if you're not sure you can let me know and I can help you adjust right, so we don't want to push into pain here but we do want to invite some release of tension you could add little movements rolling on the ball or just holding on a pressure point If you want to stay on that spot you're on now, you can. If you want to move to different spots, we're about halfway through on this side. You're good. You're good. Now, if you've been on one side of the body, you want to switch to the other side, you can do that. Do you want to move this?
If you've stayed on one spot and you want to move, you can, of course. You can always you know, vary things listening to your body. Start to transition from here. Just moving the tennis ball out. We'll start to do things that are actually yoga now. So now if your knees come in and rock a little side to side on your back. Just massaging the back, letting it be more soft and sort of pliable and less stiff and tense. And then come to the center, one hand on each knee, and feet could be together or ankles crossed. Pressing the knees away, arching the back, and then pulling the knees in, rounding the back, just moving a few times like this. <clears throat> Inhaling out, exhaling in. And then let your feet down to the floor and separate your feet as wide as the mat. Now your arm could, arms could stay beside the body or arms could be overhead. Uh, that arms overhead might feel a little more sensation on the back. And just let your knees fall left to right like windshield wipers, side to side. and then let your knees fall to one side and stay there. You could, uh, so if you're to your left, you could have your left ankle over your right thigh, adding a little weight there. If you're, on, if you're to the right, it's the right ankle over left thigh. And then we'll come back over to the other side, same thing, either just letting the knees fall or stacking the ankle over the thigh. back to center and just either coming over to your side or you could rock forward and back along the length of the spine massaging the back and we'll eventually come up to hands and knees so the blanket under the knees for some padding there and just making any movements here that feel good Just kind of feeling things out, listening to your body in all directions, shoulders, neck, spine. And then from here, 
will come to the belly. So blanket to the side. Coming all the way down to the belly. And bring the right arm out, reaching forward, and roll onto your right side. Left hand can help you balance here now as you move the left hip around in circles in all directions. Moving the synovial fluid in the joint. The hips, the ball and socket joint can go in all directions. The knees, a hinge joint, just forward and back. And then we'll come back to center and lift the left leg up a foot or two and then reach it back a foot or two. Right, so sort of like diagonal line, reaching the left leg back and then reach the left arm in the opposite direction. So this is strengthening outer hip. On your side, yeah. Yeah. Just like that. So your uh, right arm could kind of help you balance there. Keep it that, yeah. And then reach that arm out, reach that leg back. Good. It's getting long through the left side of the body, the ribs, the QL, the lats. From here, bend the left knee to touch the floor in front of you. So we're relaxing that outer hip now. Right, and then from here, we're going to turn this into a twist. So your right arm is going to thread underneath, and your left shoulder comes down towards the ground. Right arm comes through. Yeah. And then left arm towards the ground. There you go. And your right hand could grab that knee if you want to deepen this a little bit and hug it in. Right, and you could, um, so you're, you could emphasize having the left shoulder go to the floor, or you could just go in that direction, um, you, so you don't have to have the left shoulder to the floor. Right, so you could do either version of this. down to the belly. The left arm reaches out, rolling onto the left side. Right hand helps you balance, now moving the right hip around in circles. to center and lift the right leg up and back and reach the right arm in the opposite direction. And you can play with how high the right leg is or how low, how far back or not. Just finding where the stretch is for you, what feels best. 
then from here, we'll bend the right knee to touch the floor. And then slide the left arm through into a twist. Shoulders to the ground. Right, so you could either uh, try to keep the knee closer to the ground and bring the shoulders to the ground, or you could just bring the shoulders to the ground and then the knee won't go as far. Uh, so you can do either version of that, emphasizing twisting the upper spine or lower spine. back to the belly and then here finding a locust pose lifting the head off the mat and then the hands reach the arms back and lift the legs strong in the back of the body soft in the front of the body and then hands under shoulders back to a child's pose Knees wide apart, hips to heels, forehead to the ground. And just like before, noticing slightly longer exhales. come up to downward facing dog and you can bend one knee at a time you can shift weight side to side space open there and inner elbow creases point a little forward yep kind of press into my hand here yeah keep going a little more there a little less good yeah and then look between the hands and walk forward to a forward fold let the knees bend hold opposite elbows and let the head hang down let go of any effort in the neck, right? So again, so the back of the neck kind of releasing, relaxing down. Then we'll slowly roll up the spine to stand. And find mountain pose here, toes lift and spread out, shoulders down the back, <clears throat> tall spine. And then like the locust pose, like we did on the floor, slightly straighten the arms, turn the palms forward, and then lifting through the chest here, shoulders down the back. And then lean into the right leg and let the left foot just lift off the floor. So if you feel a little wobbly, you could stay here. 
you want to add on a little more, you can start to lift the left leg back, starting to hinge forward like warrior three. Finding the place where you feel really steady and stable, not where you feel like you're going to fall or pushing too much. All right, so about 40 to 60% of your capacity here. Come back up to stand. Just resetting back to mountain pose. And then lean into the left leg. Right foot just hovers off the ground, maybe staying there, finding stability. Maybe reaching the leg back towards a warrior three. Focus the gaze at a single point to help with the balance. We'll come back to stand. Right, and then, so from here, turn to your left. So facing this way. All 10 toes facing to the left. And then uh, turn the right toe slightly forward, almost to 90 degrees with the left foot. And then we'll find the locust pose here. Arms straight, strong spine, strong legs. And start to lean into the front foot and lift the back leg up. So towards the half moon pose, Eventually, you could lift the left leg all the way to parallel to the floor. Open the hips, maybe. <laughs> or just in that direction again. So finding a place where you could stay and breathe. Start to come back down and turn to your other side. So turn around, the same thing this side. So 10 toes facing the same direction, then turn your left foot more towards the front of the mat. Locust pose in the back of the body, strong back, leaning into the front leg and lifting off the back leg, right, maybe to parallel to the floor or just in that direction. slowly come back down, back to standing, back to mountain pose, facing the front of the mat again. So from here, we'll, we'll bring the arms overhead and catch the left wrist and side bend, turn the chest towards the ground, cross the left knee behind the right knee, and then bring the right hand down towards the back leg. Left hand to the shoulder, bending the elbow, and then start to circle the shoulder joint, also a ball and socket, both directions. And then we'll come into the side bend, a long C curve through the side, sliding the right fingertips down the leg. And then on bending back to center. Just finding, feeling the sensation of left and right here, noticing the effects of the pose. Side bend to your left, catch the right wrist. Cross the right knee behind the left. Turn the chest towards the ground. 
left hand down to the back leg. Right hand to right shoulder and circle out the shoulder here. Any movements that feel good on the shoulder. And then extend through the right fingertips again, maybe reaching the left fingertips down the leg a little further into the side bend. And back up to standing. Just noticing left and right again. Then we'll bring both arms up overhead and fold at the waist all the way down. Let the knees bend, hold opposite elbows, let the neck hang down. And here, let's grab our blocks. So we'll grab our two blocks, put them at the front of the mat. And then the tennis ball for the feet. So have it under your left foot, just so we're on the same side. So you can uh, attenuate the pressure here quite a bit with the hands. You can kind of lean over to one side. You can kind of lean into the tennis ball. So you're just finding, just like we did on the back, finding spots in the foot. And maybe rolling forward and back, maybe holding on a spot there. And the, the folding over with the blocks kind of can help with the balance, but if you want to stand up and do this, you can do that as well. If you want to use a wall for support, you could do that as well. All right, so you have the plantar fascia that goes from the heel to each toe along the foot. There's a connective tissue that goes horizontally around the middle like a band. So maybe rolling side to side in the middle, rolling lengthwise towards the toes, or maybe just holding on a spot that feels a little tight. And feeling for that sort of release where you maybe feel the rest of the body soften a little bit. And then we'll go to the other foot. All right, so same thing. You can press more or less. You can press a lot into these, so don't worry about too much pressure with the tennis ball. If you feel like there's a lot going on in your foot, <laughs> a, a golf ball is really good at getting more precise in there. We don't have those here, but uh, these are good for the more broad stroke kind of movements. But if you do have some deeper stuff, uh, a golf ball is really good at getting in there. And then we'll start to move the tennis ball. And we'll step back to uh, down dog again, pedaling the feet out. So maybe you feel, uh, when, you, when you roll out the feet, it tends to help open the hamstrings a bit. Maybe you could feel that yourself here. 
And we'll come back down to the hands and knees to find their blanket. So we're going to take our blanket and uh, roll it up to that cylinder shape again for a different movement, different pose. So this one you might want it uh, a little thinner. So it's going to go somewhere around the belly, probably below the belly button, above the pubic bone, somewhere in this area. Uh, you have the hip flexors that connect here, the, the thigh to the spine. Those tend to be pretty tight for a lot of people. Um, there's uh, the abdominal muscles here could be really tight. So we're going to find out what's going on in the stomach here. And we'll have that go somewhere in that area. Again, the thicker it is, the more intense this might be. So if you don't feel anything, maybe make the roll thicker. And uh, maybe kind of feel around. Maybe try a different spot. Maybe find where the tension is, if there is any. If you don't find any tension here, uh, you can just kind of rest into this. And have it be more of just a time to relax the belly and rest. Now if you feel, so again, the, the blanket's more broad strokes. If you feel like there's something deeper you want to kind of specifically get to, you could use your fingers kind of pressing down under there and rest your body weight into the, the fingers or the hands. You could make fists as well to make it a little less intense. So again, we're not going for a pain response, uh, but we do want some sensation there. We feel like the belly can kind of soften and relax into it. And hopefully finding these, these layers of tension that have sort of accumulated and, and built up in the body over time. Letting the exhales be a little longer, allowing the nervous system to relax.
And we'll start to transition back to the hands here. And we'll come up to sitting, just moving the blanket. So if you want to uh, make that blanket into sort of a cushion to sit on for the seated postures. Let your uh, legs out for a moment. We'll bring the hands back to extend and open through the belly and the ribs. Just kind of releasing any residual tension there. Long back bend, opening up the belly and the ribs and the spine. You can even take deep belly breaths here, letting the belly expand on the inhale. Let the neck kind of hang back, relaxing the neck here, not too far back where it kind of just falls, but a little opening there in the neck and shoulders. And then back to sitting. So here we'll just come to a comfortable seated posture and do a little bit of movements for the spine and the neck. So starting with hands on the thighs, round the back, chin and pelvis kind of round in. And then extend the spine, low back arches, chin lifts. It's moving the spine forward and back through its range of motion a couple times here. Inhaling forward and exhaling back. And then finding a long spine somewhere towards the middle of those two movements a little more of the extension. So it feels like there's a little more space in the spine. And then to a rotation, we'll turn to your right, right hand behind you, left hand to the thigh. And then kind of like we have done before here today, we'll reach the left arm out in a side bend. So rotation and the side bend, opening the left ribs. back to center, twisting to the other side, and finding that reach through the right arm. And back to center, just finding a neutral spine again. We'll make circles from the base of the spine, forward and back, drawing a big circle through the spine. Inhaling forward, exhaling back. Kind of massaging internal organs as you do this. Go the opposite direction as well, same thing, inhaling forward, exhaling back. sort of spiraling back to center, finding a tall spine, shoulders relaxed. And just moving the neck, so chin to chest, and then chin to ceiling, moving forward and back in the neck. Shoulders and spine stay relaxed. And then we'll go back to center and turn the head left to right, rotation. And then back to center, Laterally, left ear to left shoulder, right ear to right shoulder, going side to side. 
And then finally drawing a circle with the nose in all directions here. Going one way, then the other way. Maybe even yawning, opening the jaw, or relaxing the neck. And coming back to a tall seated posture, shoulders relaxed. And just notice the breath here. So just like mountain pose, finding a stability, a strength, uh, a length in the spine. Eyes either closed or resting on a single spot. And let the exhales be a little longer than the inhales. transition to our last posture here. We'll use our props for this. So you have your bolster to the back of the mat uh, lengthwise and then the two blocks to the sides of the mat. Setting up for Supta Baddha Konasana or Supine Bound Angle Pose. Um, <clears throat> your blanket could be uh, a pillow for the head or a, a weight on the hips. All right, so the soles of the feet are together, knees on the blocks, and then the bolster, or the, sorry, the blanket might be under the head, under the neck, or on the waist. And you should feel like supported, comfortable here, so if it feels like too much of a back bend, let me know and I can give you some different options. You could stack the blankets or um, make this smaller, shorter height. You want the knees supported so that uh, it doesn't feel like a huge hip opener. But there is some sensation, there is some opening there. But the blocks are, are helping a lot to alleviate that. So um, if you have too much of a hip opening, it could, you know, it's not always a good idea to, to do too much of anything. With the blocks there, this is a, a safe way to stay for a while and create some opening in the hips without destabilizing the pelvis. So now you're in the posture of the Exhales, be a little longer than the inhales. Relaxed breathing. Lift your head, Devin. Thank you. Better or worse? Better. Okay, good. 
Now scan the body for any obvious areas of tension that could soften. One of the, the teachers I've worked with uh, taught me this healing modality. And all you do is just lay in any comfortable position and he would just remind you to reduce resistance. Right, so just that phrase stuck with me and I find it very helpful, just reduce resistance. Just notice if there's any resistance in the body that could soften here. Now you're welcome to stay in this position if you want, or you could come to Shavasana, just uh, letting the legs out and coming down to the floor for your final resting pose. Either way is fine. Again, maybe a layer deeper, reducing resistance in the body. Getting under the resistance stories, the fears, the not-enoughness, to the true self, the witnessing awareness within you that sees the thoughts, that notices the sensations, notices the breath, and chooses how to respond to it. 
start to move the fingers and toes, arms and legs. Eventually starting to move and come off of the props and back up to seated. And just find a comfortable seated posture, the long spine, shoulders relaxed. Bring the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.